0: I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and this is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Martin Luther King foretold of a promised land. Thoreau spoke of a transcendent time when wise men would ennoble the population. Thomas More dreamed his utopia. Lenin imagined all the people living life in peace. The dream of a better society doesn't easily vacate the human heart. In all ages, from all continents, come dreamers with their inner vision turned outward or upward... Hopeful of a time when all men and women would be free. And this vision has been sanctified in documents and constitutions and even poetry. Mystics and prophets and artists have convoked and lamented. And we should ask, why? Why does this impossible dream persist? Perhaps because we all of us know in our quiet moments and in the deepest part of our souls that it's not impossible. That as Blake wrote... We should live in eternity's sunrise. Hope for a better society today on thinking with somebody else's head. Our program is on the Stop Radio Network and proud to be so. Our Stop Radio Network, one of our developments in 2012. And as we move into 2013, perhaps a time to be grateful for all we have received and inspired again to do what we can to contribute to a better world. That is required of us, you know it's not enough of a life to just feather our own nest. If one of us is suffering, we are all suffering. So, Happy New Year to you, and I'm both grateful for your listenership and insistent that we have more to do if we want the kind of world that brings true human fulfillment and joy. With that in mind, our program today is about a new society. Our first segment includes an interview I did with a special guest who joined us down here in Brazil shortly before Christmas. Leonard Berg is interested in building exchange programs between international visitors and our association down here, keen to develop workable solutions for their communities to improve life, solutions that are in abundance in Norberto Kepi's Science of Psychosociopathology. That interview kicks off our program today. Leonard Berg is with me from Pace University, and uh, Leonard has been associated with Dr. Kepi's work, what, 20 years, Leonard? You've known about Dr. Kepi?
1: Yes, I first learned of Dr. Kepi in the early 1980s. Okay, so Len just spent a
0: a week with us, 10 days or so, down here in in Brazil, uh, both at our uh, language schools and our psychotherapeutic clinic and also in our social projects up in our town of Kambukita, which you've heard me talk a lot about on this, on this program. And Len, maybe you could just give us a, a quick overview of um, sort of what you did and what you experienced while you were here. I know that's a, that's a broad question, so I may, I may pop in and, and sort of break it up a little bit, but start with that, your, your impressions, what you did here and what your impressions were of your, of your time down here.
1: Okay, well, I spent about 10 days in Brazil, starting in Sao Paulo, where I uh, stayed in uh, one of the trilogical residences, uh, a seven-story building, uh, and uh, had meetings uh, with some of the staff of uh, International Society for Analytical Trilogy. And then um, uh, for about uh, three, four days, I went up to Kambuquira, and I uh, experienced the various trilogical projects going on. Uh, I met with the mayor and others in the city of or town of Kambuketa. And I, I also visited the mini factory where the uh, fans are being made based upon uh, new physics principles uh, espoused by Dr. Kepi. I, I had also, when I was in Sao Paulo, visited the uh, lab where the experimentation and research and design of the the uh, motors was taking place. I want to get your, uh, because we, we talk a lot on our radio program about what's going on in the world, the problems
0: that we're seeing all around us, and that there are solutions to that through Dr. Kepi's, not just his science, but his practical applications of that. So you had a chance to live in our trilogical residents, visit our trilogical companies and see our trilogical social projects. So you're, you're fresh from that. L- l- give us an outsider's perspective of your experience uh, living with us, working with us and being with us in our, in our social projects.
1: Well, first it gives me great hope that there's actually a model that exists that uh, people around the world can learn from of how to live together cooperatively, but without the uh, strict uh, doctrines and dogmas of either capitalism or socialism or communism or some kind of ism, uh, what really impressed me was uh, the focus on uh, ferreting out and acknowledging error, which is a basic tenet of analytical trilogy, the uh, science that has been taught and practiced by Dr. Kepi. And what I mean is living in this Western culture, so much is spin media is so prevalent and you listen to politicians, you listen to all segments of society, and you get a lot of spin. Whereas in the situation where uh, truth is valued, uh, where acknowledging error is uh, not seen as a threat, but actually a means by which to grow, uh, this, I think, was one of the most impressive things about uh, the whole experience there. The willingness to, to seek truth, look at Uh, oneself as one really is, and uh, be open to correct errors so that progress could be made.
0: In what practical ways did you see that, Len? I think that's also a very significant aspect of Dr. Kepi's work. We tend to want to focus on the strengths in our Western society, and Dr. Kepi says exactly the opposite. We need to focus on our our defects, our problems. How, in practical terms, did you see that?
1: Well, while I was in Sao Paulo, and also by Skype, in Cambodia, I experienced the group meetings where various uh, people associated with the projects, with the enterprises, would uh, uh, meet in uh, sessions for maybe about an hour and a half or so, and discuss the the problems uh, that were going on and identify, you know, behavior that was. Uh, impeding or uh, or making it more difficult to progress but it was done in an atmosphere of love and an atmosphere of assistance so that the individuals involved could actually see what they may be blind uh, blinded to in terms of how their actions were affecting the the progress so that was one thing the, the group sessions uh, were very incredible how do you see this being able to be applied in our sort of dogmatic
0: western culture where we're pretty certain that we have things figured out or if we don't have them figured out we will have them soon with the next government or the next legislation or the next bylaw or the next practice that we that we initiate what do you see can be actually implemented inside our culture today
1: well being as uh you know I do work at a university I'm not here officially representing a university but since I do repre- uh, since I do work at a university I come in contact with uh, faculty and staff in all the departments and particularly in the Department of psychology but in 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 all the different uh, academic disciplines and I can see that maybe uh, one place to to start is to uh, expose uh, some of the uh, faculty and staff staff, and students to this different approach to not only psychology, but to dealing with peace and justice and sustainability issues. Because at my university, like many universities around the country, there's now a big focus on environment, on greening the campus, on peace, on justice. And I think what people are also looking for is well, what are some practical tools we we can use to to help move in that direction? And I think exposing this kind of uh, philosophy and practice to people in this in this setting can be very powerful. I've actually had uh, seminars and workshops with students who uh, responded uh, very very uh, enthusiastically to even just a taste of the process.
0: Let's come back to our to your experience here in in Cambodia specifically. The social projects that you were witnessing—what did you have a chance to see and participate in? Your in your three or four days in our hotel complex and social project complex in Kambukila, land
1: Okay, well, uh, one of the most impressive projects, uh, apart from uh, you know the 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 manufacture of the motor, there's a, there was a permaculture uh, project where uh, the society has uh, bought a tract of land where on this land there building i guess you might call like a theme park or theme city but one that's not based upon just fun and rides but it's based upon ecology environment uh clean living and uh they were building uh dwellings there uh, using the basic raw materials of the earth they were uh, uh diverting water using just gravity to send the water up to a small tower uh, that was uh, uh, very impressive to me, the, the permaculture project. So that was one project in particular. Uh, I didn't get to see many projects, but I did get to see the facilities where the projects uh, were being held. Uh, you know, I, I got to see facilities where uh, young uh, people from the community are given free lessons in music and in art uh, and in dance uh, and in uh, sewing and fashion and design. Uh, I also saw uh, a, an organic garden, where, which is feeding the people there uh, who come to the hotel or live in the area. Um, and then I saw uh, uh, projects uh, that were being pursued by the mayor of the town, uh, uh, building schools and daycare centers, uh, building a uh, a water filtration plant uh, that was under construction, and, and from from. From talking to the different people there, uh, uh, I discovered that a lot of the development of the town was inspired by the fact that the International Society of Analytical Trilogy uh, bought a crumbling hotel, renovated it, started refurbishing around the area, and it sort of caught on like wildfire. Uh, Even across the street from the hotel, there's a, a, a water park where minerals are coming out of the ground that was in total disarray. And according to the testimonies of the people there, uh, uh, after the uh, society purchased the hotel and began to reconstruct things, then all of a sudden uh, the water park, which was sort of deserted and in decay, now is a thriving water park with a new spa and in development.
0: Now we're having an international conference of analytical trilogy coming up in July 2013. And tell us a little bit about your vision for that event for the the people that you know and the people you want to connect with. So we can just start promoting it, I guess, a little bit here on our radio program.
1: Well, my vision is that uh, people here in America, uh, whether they be uh, scientists who who deal with uh, uh, energy from that perspective, whether they be uh, social activists and faculty who are teaching courses in peace, justice, and sustainability, whether they be people in the holistic community who are interested in more uh, holistic living, whether they be uh, people who are interested in socially conscious business, who are intrigued by the idea of, of uh, cooperative enterprises. Uh, uh, these are the kinds of people that I'm reaching out to, you know, people who, who have hope That uh, we can do things in a way where everyone will prosper, uh, but uh, we will do it cooperatively, and we will do it also scientifically. I think it's a win-win, meaning we we are planning on two weeks. The first week will be more intensively looking at something called new physics, uh, which is a physics that takes into account uh, the spiritual dimension or metaphysical dimension, or if you don't like those words, the the, the unseen energies that uh, enable our heart to beat, enable us to breathe, enable plants to grow, because they seem to have discovered a concept that uh, engineers who worked with Dr. Kepi turned into motors that are almost uh, perpetual motors. So we're going to see that these will be sort of a model of how you can Instead of raping the environment and polluting the environment, you can take clean energy or free energy, almost free energy, and convert it into practical application like the the fan they've developed. So part of the conference in the first seven days will deal with uh, that as a model also it will deal with a, a model of uh, different cooperative enterprises to show that uh, people can can live and work in a cooperative fashion there'll also be uh, relaxing elements the so saunas and steam baths and massage and and then in the second week uh, the focus will be on experiencing the total environment, more specific, uh, extended involvement in some of the cooperative projects, meeting with people, relaxing. So it's a, it's a win-win thing where you'll be, you'll be in an area where you'll be in tune with nature. The food is grown right in the garden outside. There's science, there's uh, spirituality, which is non-biased, non-sectarian. Uh, there's social consciousness. So uh, to me, it deals with the total kinds of needs of human beings.
0: Thanks, Glenn. Let's find out more. What would be a better society? Claudia Bernhardt joins us when thinking with somebody else's head returns.
2: From the International Society of Analytical Trilogy in São Paulo, Brazil, this is the Stop Radio Network.
0: You're listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. All of our shows are based on the science of analytical trilogy. The leading-edge thought emerging from the International Society of Analytical Trilogy in Brazil provides many solutions to our pressing world problems. To find out more about our proposals in economics, health, education, energy, and psychology, browse around at HealingThroughConsciousness.com. Now, back to Thinking With Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network.
2: The program is Thinking With Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Here's your host, Rich Jones, and special guest, Dr. Claudia Bernhard Pacheco.
0: You're on the Stop Radio Network. Our program is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Claudia Bernhapershako, as always, is here. Not as always, but
3: almost (laughs) always. (laughs) Hopefully, for for more time.
0: When you skip a week, I always feel (laughs) like bereft of company. (laughs) And Sherston Bergquist, our dear friend from Sweden, is joining us today, especially. Thank you. Welcome. Claudia, last night I was doing a a class. I found a a text Uh that Cesar Sauce had written. Yeah. one of our Kepi Motor Inventors, about trilogical metaphysics and the new physics, which is going to be the theme of a conference uh, that we're going to be having in Kambukita in July 2013. Uh And I thought, rather than just start reading that text, I wanted to give a bit of context. So I played uh, a short documentary about um consumption problems in the world mm-hmm. how much we're consuming too much the co- what this is causing in the earth and uh, and then i asked them my students to analyze what was missing from this video uh and you know uh, then they started talking about the human problems of uh, greed and uh, narcissism and selfishness uh, and power the pathology of power particularly and um after we finished that conversation, they were all a little depressed, <laughs> actually. So I showed them a short excerpt of a television program where you and Dr. Kepi were talking about the root cause of mm-hmm. the human problems mm-hmm. as being inside the human being and inside the society that we've created, which is a consequence of the way we think. Mm-hmm. And then I got a chance to, to have this text of Cesar talking about the inversion of In metaphysics, that Aristotle made. Well, it turned into a pretty optimistic. Uh, Class, And I think it would be interesting for us to talk a little bit about what's happening in the world Mm -hmm. and then lead people to what we can do about that in terms of our conferences coming up in July, our various social projects, because I think this will inspire a lot of people who are listening who look at the world and say, my God, what a mess. Uh What can we do? It's so depressing if you see it only at the level of the consequences that we're witnessing right now. Mm-hmm. So let's launch off from there. I'll yeah, I, th-
3: I, I think that you you touched a very important area here. You said Dr. Kepi approached the root, the very root of the problem, social, economic, all problems, which is inside the mind of human beings. It's our inner lives. our Because in, inside of us rely intelligence, reason, uh, wisdom, love, Aesthetics, beauty, goodness, um, understanding, intuition, which is very important. So all decisions are made, uh, taking into consideration all these factors like emotion, intention, desires, intelligence, reason, ethics, all these so important things that we have in in life. So if we are not fully aware of what is going on inside of our minds, and especially inside of the minds of the powerful people who may make the decisions, are the decision makers, we are in trouble because people can, and they do decide things for all because of their own private individual interests. And many, of, many times they do this not out of idealism, as they, they claim, but out of corruption Out of Psychopathology, Pathology of Power, as Cappy puts in Liberation of the People, Pathology of Power, this incredible book. So people start now to understand that the powerful are not necessarily the most balanced, the most capable ones, but more frequently they are the sickest people, physically and mentally and emotionally. So this is a root problem. And not only that, but the perception of inversion that Dr. Kepi made, the discovery of inversion, that we are psychologically upside down oriented. Like we, we want things uh, invertedly, we, we choose things that will destroy us, that are against us, that are against human nature. We choose corruption instead of ethics. We choose hatred instead of goodness and love. We choose envy and competition instead of cooperation. We choose uh, laziness instead of accomplishment. So we are all upside down in, in the sense that we, we do everything that that is against us.
0: Yeah, we choose money instead of work. We, we
3: choose money instead of the the true richnesses. We choose yeah. save money instead of apply it in a and use it in in a better way for us for our own enjoyment and, and development. So we take uh, precious stones and we hide them in in boxes inside of like under the earth, vaults in, in the in banks. All, yeah. yeah. So and so this lead people to an unbearable society. Yeah,
0: somebody said they went to the Brazilian Central Bank museum one time in Brasilia. Uh-huh. And lo- right down underneath there's an enormous gold Brick, as mm. enormous rock of some mm. sort that they're storing down there in the museum. You know, instead of yeah. finding a way to use and these the resources. And the pity
3: is that the private bank yeah. bankers they took over most of the gold and the precious stones, and the precious metals, from the governmental banks, and they brought this for themselves yep. in hidden places. Yeah. So you know that the pathological individuals are more and more taking over society. Right.
0: We know the central bank of the United States is owned by private families mostly, for, yeah. for, for example.
3: So do not, uh, like, get pessimistic here. Yeah, don't jump in front of a bus <laughs> but, just yet. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this, Richard. What is going on? Because when I speak about this, the value of the good things, people say, how come? But look around and you see all these things mounting up. The statistics, more and more depression, more and more suicidal t- uh, attitudes, people committing suicide and kids that are sick since they are small kids and families breaking apart and people getting more and more materialistic and, and, and giving less and less value to spiritual values and so forth and so on. And war, at the, knocking at our doors. So let's remember something that Jesus said. And I want to quote Jesus because I find him the most intelligent being ever in this planet. The most sensible, the most intelligent, the best scientist, the best philosopher, and the best theologist.
0: And the best healer.
3: And the best healer. So let's quote him as as this incredible being, if we don't want to consider him God which I do consider him God, but there are people who don't. But let's at least consider his wisdom. And he said, he spoke about the wheat and... The chaff. The chaff. That this should grow altogether at the same time. And one day this would be put down. Both. 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 Uh, the wheat to remain... To take advantage from the seeds and from the yeah. prophets and the fruits and everything. And the chaff.
0: I just want to make sure that I'm getting the, the analogy correctly. Separating the wheat from the chaff, is this the same thing that you're talking about, that Jesus was talking yes. about this Yeah, Yes, year?
3: similar. We are getting to this point. Yeah. We are getting closer and closer. Because now, not only God, because he always identified, he, he always identified which seed was what. But we didn't. So we didn't have consciousness enough to distinguish the good from evil. And now we have this possibility. Now we have like our eyes, our mental eyes, our consciousness. It seems much better and better. Who is who? What is evil? What is good? And especially after Dr. Kepi realized inversion, we see this even better what is good and what is evil. So now we can see and choose what do we want for us. And considering that the evil people are manifesting themselves in a way that they never manifested before, in such a strength, they are opening the games. The cards are on the table. They are openly saying what they want. So and what they do... So the, the more we see this the better chances we have yeah. to choose.
0: This was also prophesized wasn't it that the yes. at the end of times the yes the antichrist will reveal himself. Yes
3: and, and so the antichrist thoughts and mechanisms and philosophies are being very much better recognizable. You can see this, the Antichrist acting uh, through philosophy, through science, through many, many means, economy and justices, theories. Yeah. So we see this manifesting, and we see people getting more and more upset. So let us consider then the part of the society or the individuals that are scattered around the world and that they they are good people. And they're well-intentioned and they they really are good people and well-intentioned so they must be brought together so i don't know really how this will happen if god will come and put them together like in a metaphorical term but if there is something more like these people coming together and being unified by the same kind of thought the same kind of understanding, the same kind of consciousness, having them all together united in one direction, which is the direction to have a healthier, more balanced divine society. So this unification that will happen might happen um, in, even in a, in a scientific, energetic, resonating kind of situation. You know, me, do you, do you sure, understand exactly what I mean?
0: Let me just uh, illustrate that by saying that in, in the, um, the piece of the TV program I showed last night of you and Dr. Kepi, Dr. Kepi was showing the experiment of resonance with uh, mm-hmm. the little scale and the little um, nuts on uh, string and showing as they're at different levels, mm-hmm. uh, the, the when he starts to move, put one in motion the one that's at the same, the weight that's at the same level, length of string, begins to resonate and move together, and the others don't move. So this and this impressed the students, this phenomenon of resonance, that if we have a kind of a collective mind that's at a higher the level...
3: transcendental mind, which Kepi called in the beginning of his work transconsciousness Trans-conscious.
0: so if we have this transconsciousness yeah this is beautiful if we have this trans-consciousness, then that means we do that, have and we do and it's outside time and space Yes. it doesn't, doesn't matter where people are people will resonate with yes. that energy in some yes. way
3: yes all together dead or alive all together outside time and space all the good people we resonate more and more upper and upper like and this is absolutely Divine, This energy that resonates in a higher level, or all resonances, all vibrations come from God. So, if you consider that this can happen, and this is happening, that human beings link to God, uh, not necessarily in an institutional way, religious way, but if they are innerly connected to God, to truth, beauty, and goodness... They will be united all together by God. This is already something spiritual. This is already God uniting them in a way, bringing them together from all, all parts of the world. They will communicate from all parts of the universe. We will be communicating through resonance. This is totally divine. Um, now we have a science that can facilitate this, which is Analytical Trilogy. So science of analytical trilogy can facilitate in, in, in a way that we can understand better the blockages, the inversions, the obstacles, the refusals, the pathologies we have that are Impeding us, holding us back from this elevating, this elevation of how, how can you? I don't yeah, know the exactly words. This, exactly,
0: exactly. Uh, uh, the
3: elevation of vibration, yeah. uh, vib- vibration of energy.
0: That's lifting the
3: lifting. Yeah. Yes, yes. There are things, things that are holding us
0: down. Yeah, like good. A stuck. Good. Let me take a break, Claudia fantastic and we'll continue this conversation in just a moment Are you enjoying Sherston? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to be here isn't it in the studio yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I have this pleasure every week and believe me it's a great it's a great privilege and a pleasure we're back in just a moment on the stop radio network thinking with somebody else's head Richard Jones Claudia Barron Harper Sherston Bergquist we're back in just a moment don't go away
2: thank you for listening to the most relevant conversations in the world about stopping the destruction of ourselves and the planet This is the Stop Radio Network. A divine society here on Earth. Kind of sounds like something cooked up by dreamers and mystics, doesn't it? An impossible dream. Well, not really. This coming July, an international group of scientists, thought leaders, and activists... We'll gather for a week in the beautiful Brazilian countryside at the 19th International Conference of Analytical Trilogy to explore breakthroughs in the practical application of science, technology, and sustainable development emerging from the Science of Analytical Trilogy, founded by Dr. Norberto Arkepi. At the heart of the event will be demonstrations and new discoveries concerning the Kepi Motor, a revolutionary, energy-saving motor which is up to 90% more efficient than traditional motors. You'll also explore the secrets and wide applicability of capturing and rescuing free and clean energy by tapping into a metaphysical dimension that's been ignored or misunderstood by contemporary science. You're invited to join us for the 19th International Conference of Analytical Trilogy, July 6th through 13th, in Cambuquera, Brazil. For more information, visit ICAT.ws. You're listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Our program is based on the science of analytical trilogy. If you're interested in learning more, you'll find information about books, TV shows, and any upcoming congresses or teleclasses on our site at HealingThroughConsciousness.com. Now, back to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head with Richard Lloyd-Jones and Dr. Claudia Bernhard-Pacheco on the Stop Radio Network.
0: You are listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. We're streaming all over the place through iTunes on our site at uh, stopradio.org and now through a number of apps that you can get us even on your mobile devices. So uh, just check all that out on our website, stopradio.org. Claudia, before the break, you were talking about the energy that resonates and that this is, a you said, an elevating energy lifts us. And, you know, this can seem so ephemeral, you know? Mm-hmm. What what the heck does this mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let's bring that down to Earth a bit. What, in practical terms, does it mean to resonate around the planet? What are we doing? What what does... Wh- how does you this mean affect it, us? Through telepathy? Yeah, it could be telepathy, but I'm thinking of projects and things that people can do
3: okay. as, they're, as
0: they're feeling, mm-hmm. you know, this energy of doing good things.
3: You know, uh, when people... Um, are open like a radio station or an antenna. They are open to receive higher levels of vibration because they have good intentions. So they can receive this even unconsciously.
0: Inspirations, inspirational.
3: Inspirational. This can be inspirational, intuitive, inspirational actions and understandings. And they can develop in, by their own means specific projects in their own area, in their own community, with their own groups and people, in their own families, their professional lives, how to improve. But there are means also, practical means, to help them to do this. And one of the means, which I find very important, is to get in contact with this science, which is universal. Analytical trilogy is a science that can be applied uh, in all areas, I mean, all religions, all professions, all philosophies, uh, all countries, all nations, all colors, all races, all. Because it's universal. Yeah. But the thing that will distinguish people who, want, who will benefit from this science and those who don't is their intention. And this intention might be good or bad, or conscious or unconscious, but then if they have good intention, they will take benefits from the science. I
0: just want to speak about this because I have this and have had this experience many times, this inspiration you're talking about. It happens a lot in the shower for some reason. And uh, I won't go into all the details of being in the shower, but you know what I mean? And there, there, I often receive... You inst- know,
3: yes, people often receive good inspirations, inspirations because we get relaxed.
0: Yeah, and also... We have
3: less censorship.
0: Yeah, and I also think of it as like the water of truth somehow. It's yeah. coming over my head. So I receive many inspirations in the shower. And what I have experienced many times is that when I come out of the shower, I'm all charged. Okay, this is a great idea. And then over time... The inspiration diminishes. Mm. The feeling diminishes. You know, I feel this incredible, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I start thinking, well, maybe it'll be too difficult. Maybe it, and this is the, the problem that I think many people run into. I have the benefit of being here now, so I have lots of constant inspiration so I can continue on some of these projects. But many times, uh, people don't understand that this, this inspiration will be challenged Mm-hmm. And if they don't understand that, they will give up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Many people give up. Not everybody gives up. So you mean
3: that they must understand their inner selves better, yeah. how it works, and how pathology works exactly. inside of themselves, yeah. which denies, omits, misunderstands, restricts, deviates, blocks. restricts, censors yeah. a true thought, a true feeling, a good intention. So we have like the essence of ourselves, which is very good, very balanced, but we have this kind of inversion inside. And if we don't understand inversion, the counteraction will come. Like you have this good impulse, and then you have the counteraction of inversion that will start telling you in your inner life, in your mind no this is not worthy you uh, it will not be beneficial for you it's it will be a waste of time you will get in trouble blah 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 which is the inversion working in ourselves
0: yeah exactly beautifully yeah. put
3: so uh, we need to understand our pathology yeah. if we don't uh, we will destroy yeah. our cap- our possibilities to develop and yeah. and build a, a fair a fairer society i sure. and i think richard that uh, the powerful the pathological powerful got so much power because of the inversion of the peoples, the people's inversions. So they accept pathology of the powerful because they have this inner enemy, which they don't understand, they don't know. So we must we must understand this. And one of the reasons for our conference in July is to invite people from... Many nations, many place, places, many areas from all over to understand all the good intentioned people to yeah. understand better. Yeah, yes.
0: beautiful. I want to just open a space for Sherston if you yes. have a comment because you're sitting here very nicely listening. I know it's
3: As usual, <laughs> the Swedish don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, well, please.
0: I haven't really opened the door for her to say anything, but if you'd like to make a comment or add something, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, Sherston.
4: Uh, this, that you are talking about our inversion that we often, often have good ideas and that happens often with me after my psychoanalysis session it opens up something and I, oh it's a brilliant idea this i want to do like you in the shower <laughs> but then comes this oh but it's uh, it's not worthwhile and maybe not and then it fades away it fades away and imagine people if i'm now i'm a little bit more aware of these things now i'm a little bit more aware but if i'm not i will lose 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 all these ideas and no.
3: fear is always present isn't ah, it yeah.
4: fear is present boy yeah. for sure
3: we fear goodness yeah. we yeah. fear development yeah. we yeah. fear success yeah. we fear god
0: yeah. crazy isn't it it's yeah, so yeah, crazy but It's it's huge
3: inversion yeah. but we do that yeah So we have thoughts like, what am I going to do alone? I cannot succeed, it will be too much, Mm -hmm. and will it compensate? And then many other Mm -hmm. ideas, fearful ideas come.
0: And I just want to offer something out to the people who are listening to us now, who don't have the opportunity to come and live with us, because Sherston and I are here, and boy, we have this constant reminder and this constant opportunity to analyze these things. Well,
3: Sherston is starting now to live here, but she lived in Sweden, uh, doing analysis by phone, and, and coming twice a year
4: here. Mm. For how many years? Oh, I think since n- 1985. Mm. I have known Trilogy, mm-hmm. and then I started to work with Trilogy, but I never lived here. So mm-hmm. this is the first time now I have And you here are for-
3: here because you have a daughter here, yeah. and a granddaughter which is...
4: Yeah, two, so granddaughters. two
3: granddaughters.
4: So I have my family here, my trilogy family and my yeah. normal family. Yeah.
0: Here. So, th- w- what I wanted to offer to people is that there are ways to begin this process of dealing with these things that come up in our heads through Dr. Keppi's books and TV programs, our radio programs. There are many resources now available for people to begin to develop the strength to follow through on those inspirations of good intentions that that many people feel.
3: Like Kumbukira Project, which is the city of divine or divine city, whatever you can name it, or village. But there, where we have our social projects, we have the chance to accomplish our dreams. That's what I always say, because when people have a dream and they don't have the opportunity to accomplish this dream in in regular society, so they want to dance, they want to participate in a theater like be on stage or they want to uh, build a house which is ecological and they want to create a, a city or a village that is has more uh, sustainable principles and fair justice um, so they want to help poor people, or if they want to spend a time in, in nature or whatever dream of accomplishment they they can have, we have a place that everything that is good, beautiful, and balanced can be accomplished in this like is a terrain where we can do this.
0: Yeah, collectively. Any hippies listening? This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is where we can build that society.
3: But hippies are inverted, isn't it? Because <laughs> sure, yeah. hippies won't do nothing, yeah. and when the problems come and discipline comes, so they deny, and discipline is a very good thing. So uh, people who want to work, people who want to do something to accomplish... We will have a good inspiration in our project in Kambukita. But I have to tell something. So they have a dream, like teachers. I want to teach singing. So they go there and they start dealing with the people in town. And there are many poor people, or not only poor, but people who are ready to be benefited. People in town that don't have a chance to have a good, a good teacher. And the teacher starts having to deal with the pathologies her own resistance her own resistance in doing and feeling like lazy and tired and and all this uh, counteraction things that come and then the students will start to manifest resistance they have the enthusiasm in the beginning but then the resistance comes so when this inversion appears and this pathology of resisting comes we really need to force ourselves to do things against our will not our conscious will but our desires our tendencies our negative habits so i want to sleep later in the morning on on the weekend so i will not wake up to travel to cambookite and do this or the students will fail they start like twenty in the first group, and then they start yeah. declining. The teacher and, starts
0: to see his difficulties or her yeah, difficulties. Yeah.
3: So when the difficulties start, because every time you you want to do something good, all the difficulties come to the surface, and here comes the dis like the distinction between the real good seeds and those that are not so good. So. If you really persist, if you really are determined to change things for better in your life and in life, then you will persist, you'll have discipline, and you will collect the fruits. This is for sure. You will be collecting fruits.
0: And uh, we were talking about residents. Let's just mention here at the end of our program about the one opportunity for residents we have coming up in July. We have many opportunities, but the real tangible one that's coming up in July 2013 our International Conference of Analytical Trilogy in our lovely bucolic town of Kambukira, where we have our hotel. Mm -hmm. And I want to invite people personally to that, because this is going to be an opportunity to really... uh, What are we calling the title of this? The New Physics and the...
3: Divine (laughs) Society.
0: New Physics and the Divine Society, featuring the Kepi Motor and Practical Applications of Analytical Trilogy, for people to really... Deepen in this work and take this back to their countries, their towns, their communities. This will be fabulous, I think.
3: Yeah, because it's it's they are all like cooperatives, co- living cooperatives, um, um, working cooperatives, artistic cooperatives. Yeah. it's a cooperation.
0: Yeah, so we can come to go ahead. Chester. Yeah,
4: so. I know that we have already interested people in Sweden to come here in this congress in, in July so they are only waiting now for the details and the program and to so This uh, will
3: be beautiful Shertin, yeah. because the Swedish they always wanted those communities remember yeah. like a fairer society uh respecting the environment peaceful very highly um idealistic mentality of social living and ecomo- economic living that now is being wasted by some... I talked to uh, one of our ministers in, in, in our government Saturday and he said it's a pity that some women in the present government in Sweden, they are destroying all the good things that Olof Palmek accomplished in the past. And the very care of the elderly are being taken away by some women in the power. What is this? So women can be even tougher and yeah. they can be merciless.
4: It's taken away uh, from cap- f- about capitalism because yeah. it's a capitalism society that uh, work with these elderly because they see that in elderly privatizing, privatizing that they have a lot of money to,
0: mm. to gain
4: through the elderly. So it's uh, um, these—I don't know the name in English for that—orientation
0: for these homes uh, to to privatize these old senior citizens. Yeah, yeah. So we're in in Sweden. I'm from Canada. We have a big relationship with Sweden, and but we were. Sort of following their model for a long time, and now that's being lost in Canada too, which is mm-hmm. very sad to see.
4: We, we call it it's risk capitalism. It's li- these people that put risk in in their money, uh-huh. that put the money in elder care system, mm. yeah. investing, it's investing. In wow, elder like, speculating, <laughs>
0: speculating on death, oh, all people. Oh my God. Yeah. So come to our conference. That's the uh, the end result. Come in July. We will
3: invite them every week. Every week. We will remind them every week.
0: So you have no way to escape.
3: Yes. When the counteraction comes and they say, no, I can't go, I can't pay the air ticket, it will be too much, or it's not going to be worthwhile, we will be reminding you again and again and again until July.
0: July 2013, our international conference featuring the extraordinary work of Brazilian psychoanalyst and social scientist Dr. Nerberto Kepi. And let me be sincere. I'm a seeker, and the proposals Kepi's work has for developing a just, green, spiritual society are unequaled. I hope you join us. The site is up now, www.icat.ws. Interested? Love to hear from you. Jones at stop.org.br. And talk to you next time. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. Thinking with somebody else's head is on the Stop Radio Network. Until next time.